It's not the same. It's not like watching a movie. It's not the same. I don't know how it isn't uh, or is, but because you're interacting. It's yeah. I mean, it, 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 right? Like because you make the world your own. Yes. Like you, even though. We interrupt your uh, regularly scheduled podcast uh, for some news breaking news. So this is control structure special raspberry 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 edition episode 79 for february 3rd 2015 uh this show does have show notes visit the nexus.tv slash cs79 to see them regular uh viewers uh will remember that we get very excited uh for uh, raspberry pie and uh, just so happens that uh yesterday uh, news broke that the raspberry pie 2 model b has been released uh, what do you think about this, Stephen? I think this is a great move uh, for the Raspberry Pis because it has some pretty nice features on it. One of the things is it has a quad core, which is a big step because the processor on the current Pi isn't all that great. So the quad core really opens things up. Yeah. So, like the the big thing about this is, you know, uh, if you remember the uh, Model B Plus that they just released uh, like a few months ago, I believe. That yes. this is essentially the same form factor, the same otherwise specifications and connectivity as that, except that the CPU and RAM have been massively upgraded. Uh, so, you know, as you said, it is a quad core. Uh, the uh, CPU architecture has also uh, done a step up from uh, ARM 6 architecture to an ARM 7 architecture. Uh, specifically ARM V7 or Cortex-A7. Not really sure about how uh, like all the ARM chips go. There seems to be a, billions of them. If you thought Intel's numbering and feature schemes were weird, uh, ARM is just a whole nother basket of madness, it seems. But uh, this is a quad-core uh, chip at 900 megahertz, which, as you recall, the uh, previous Pis were uh, run at 700 uh, so you get like a little bit of a clock speed boost, but because of the architecture change, and I believe the uh, cache on the chip is a lot better also, you get about like a 50% uh, performance boost like out of the box, uh, like for single-threaded applications. If you throw in all the other cores, you get a 6%, uh, rather 6x, uh, you know, 6 times uh, multi-threaded performance in this. Uh, also, uh, you have a gigabyte of RAM uh, on this as well. So, you know, this doubles the uh, the current Model B Plus uh, specifications with that. Uh, unfortunately, the GPU stays the same, uh, but I don't think that will really matter too much because the CPU is so much better in this. Um, so... I, I, th- I was going to say, I, I think this is taking the Raspberry Pi a step in the direction of what the, the Raspberry Pi Foundation's goal was of making computers accessible for kids for programming. The old Raspberry Pi was kind of laggy as far as using it as the computer goes. Now this, with these updates, is actually sounds like it's going to be a decent piece of hardware now. Yeah. As far as just a simple computer. So, unfortunately, I've lost the link, but apparently some people at the Raspberry Pi Foundation actually run these as, like, real computers, like, for secondary machines. Um, Nice. So, uh, the, uh, you know, the idea is, you know, since the uh, processor architecture got upgraded, this is now finally on par with, uh, like, most of the... uh, existing ARM ecosystem, the stuff that has the really interesting stuff in it. 
Uh, so like most uh, Linux distributions, if they have an ARM variant, it's usually uh, targeted towards the V7 chips, not the V6 ones, uh, mostly because the V7 ones like have a guaranteed uh, hardware floating point uh, capability. Uh, granted, the uh, older Raspberry Pis also had hardware uh, floating point, but with the uh, version 7, it seems like that's like standard. Um, so with that, uh, you know, like you got the regular, uh, Debian Linux, uh, you know, ARM, uh, distribution with that. And apparently also the, uh, snappy Ubuntu core, uh, uh, system. Um, apparently this is Ubuntu's Internet of Things operating system. Uh, so they're, you know, the Raspberry Pi, you know, the original ones were, was very good for, uh, sensor type applications like what you did. Yes, with the the furnace, we was reading the temperatures. Yeah, uh, the I, I seem to forget the name that you gave that, like a some sort of special name. Smoky. It's called Smoky. Yes. Is yes. So, uh, you know that you know especially with the uh, you know, like the GPIO pins uh, was you know very good for sensors and uh, you yes. know like simple automations. Uh, stuff like that, uh, or even do a souped-up uh, Lego Mindstorm uh, type of thing. Yeah. Um, this is really taking it a, a step away from that type of application now, since it's, like, I, I read uh, one place about this, you're talking about how this is really consumes more power than, like, say, the A model does, so it's not quite as ideal for embedded systems if it's a low-performance requirement. True. Um so, you know, along with that, they, the Raspberry Pi Foundation claims that they will still be making the older models, uh, albeit in a smaller proportion, uh, to the, uh, the Pi 2s. Um, which, which seems like a pretty fair balance. So you kind of have both. If someone needs the one, they can get it. But the, the nice thing is, since they have the, the form factor is kind of a, a standard thing, it's like you can get in different flavors, but it's still the, the kind of the same Pi in a sense, so that kind of makes it nice having that standardization there. Yes, and, uh, you know, uh, you know, granted, you know, there's, you know, like simple sensor applications, but now you could, uh, you know, add in a little bit more of a load. Uh, for instance, that hypothetical uh, ro- cloud robotics situation that we uh, mentioned, uh, like, several, several episodes ago, uh, like, you could you might uh, be able to do this, uh, you know, locally, client-side, like right there on the Pi itself, uh, you know, granted, you know, because you have the uh, quad cores. It, I was just <clears throat> thinking of, like, image processing or something, that, that that's a huge boost to that. Like, once I did a just, like, a simple project where I had a motion detector with a webcam and the Pi, and every time I saw something in the webcam, it would take a picture and then it would turn on an LED light and show that it saw motion. But with that, it, it, it kind of lagged some with the webcam, I noticed. It mm-hmm. wasn't that good at the processing. I'm thinking like with this, it would be a lot better for doing something like that. So, um, you know, there's also the other two ports on the, uh, the system, you know, the one for the camera interface, uh, which, you know, is like just a simple ribbon cable. Uh, then there's also a, uh, another display interface that's, you know, another ribbon cable, you know, like it says right here on the spec sheet, uh, which has gotten me interested in that, you know, apparently it's found on all Raspberry Pi boards, 
but apparently you can't really use it yet because there's no official drivers or like official software and the hardware is very hard to find. Uh, but the idea is that you can connect a small uh, embedded type uh, low resolution display with that. Uh, so you so you could have like maybe like some sort of a portable music player or small music pl- box there. That kind of confused me because I feel like I've seen people with displays on their pies before, but maybe they're plugging them in in some other way. Yeah, probably that, through the HDMI, I imagine. I, I feel like I've seen them plugging it in through the main pins maybe once, or it's like where it's something like the, the those pins hook up with the main pins. Hmm. So, but uh, you know. You know, the little research that, you know, I can find, you know, says that, you know, this is like sort of like the next thing that they're working on. Um, so, yeah, like, as I said, with the uh, sort of, you know, thicker type software on there, apparently Windows 10 will be coming to Raspberry Pi 2, like seriously. Um so, you know, Microsoft has officially announced this. The release of Windows 10 will be free for the maker community through the Windows Developer Program for IoT. Uh, so, again, with the uh, Internet of Things. So that, that That's a pretty awesome thing to, to have that. Especially, it sounds like they're opening up for developers. So, I don't know if long-term if it's free for people, but at least for that much of it, it is. Almost kind of like how Minecraft gave away a Minecraft version for... For the Raspberry Pis, yeah. So, so again, you know, because they upgraded the CPU core, you know, to the V7s, like now, like a whole bunch of uh, software is available to them. Um, so, yeah, it's a very interesting when you're talking about embedded systems that when you scale down, like you know, the entire ecosystem collapses. It's really unfortunate, though. Um, but then on the flip side, you know, the Raspberry Pi is kind of like the smallest sort of stripped down system that's still marginally practical for, uh, like the actual, you know, program on, uh, yeah. you know, program on itself rather. And, and the big thing with the Raspberry Pi has been the abstraction of your hardware with the, the software. They make it very easy to plug stuff in, like the temperature sensor is a good example. You pretty much plug it in, plug in the wires and then install, uh, some modules into the kernel, and you can just read the temperature sensor as a file from the operating system, so you don't have to mess with like the digital communication with the integrated circuit chip. They've written the drivers for you for doing that. Yes, so uh, you know, I believe this is a you know huge step forward. You know, the uh, uh, let's see, I I'm I'd have to ask our resident uh, ARM slash uh, uh, Snapdragon expert about the uh, the various ARM architectures, but this this seems to be you know a fairly widespread uh, architecture. So you know again with the wider ecosystem, and uh, yeah, uh, looks like this is definitely on its way to becoming uh, you know a big thing now. Yeah, I, I was noticing that with the, the Ubuntu the distro and the windows 10 it people were throwing around the iot phrase quite a bit recently i've been seeing that that's i think that might be kind of the next big thing of having the internet everywhere on all the different devices so i uh, believe that's it that's all we have for now um i will definitely be getting one of these uh if you remember you know at church we uh we have that sort of, uh, I guess it's just a uh, still image right now, uh, but, you know, to have some sort of a PowerPoint going. Oh, this would work good for that. So, you know, I'm crossing my fingers now that the CPU is so much better uh, that that might actually be practical and not, so, not so, uh, be all jerky. 
So cost-wise, did you see anything about if it's still going to be in the thirty-five-ish area, or it is will it still be, it will again be thirty-five dollars? Um, you know, powered through the micro USB and have the micro SD slot. So just just like the uh, the B plus. Yes, that is, I was thinking about the way they did the changes. It's almost like it was an iterative change. They did the B plus change and it was like testing it out, and then they did the the moved on. It was like an iterative approach to upgrading it. Exactly. So you know, get uh, get more efficient there. So yep, I believe that's it for now. Uh, anything else you want to like to add? Nope. All right. So uh, uh, we return you now to your regularly scheduled podcast. Have a good one. Have a good one. <laughs>